0: Hello listeners and welcome to another preview podcast. I'm Mitch from Form Guide Breakdowns, and we're going through this weekend's meeting on Saturday, the 24th of June, uh, back at Morfittville for this meeting, so on the main track here in South Australia. Um, before we get into it, just a little bit of housekeeping. If I seem a little bit distracted or lost anywhere through this podcast, I'm gonna blame it to my two sleepless nights in a row watching the Royal Ascot Carnival, so the positive coming out of that, though, is I had a good opportunity last night to get right into the form, so hopefully nine winners in these nine races. But anyway, let's get into it. We'll kick off with the conditions. So as it stands at recording, the tracks are heavy nine due to the rain they've had it over the week. There's supposed to be some more rain tonight, so I'm thinking it'll get into that heavy range, but then during the day, Friday and Saturday, there's only forecast for some lighter showers, no heavy rain, so... I'm expecting a heavy track. I don't think at this time of year there'll be much that's going to help it improve. And the rail is out, in the, so it's going to be plus 10 metres from the 1,200 metres to the winning post, and then it's going to be 6 metres the remainder. So look, I guess if you're going through the form guide, you're probably going to want to target runners who are going to be on speed and that can handle a pretty wet track, because that's what I'm expecting here. Okay, so into the races now. We'll kick off race one. It's a 1,200-meter open maiden. On top here, I've gone with number 13, Valentina Charm for David Jolly and Sophie Logan. Uh, Had some pretty good market support when it resumed at Balaclava last start. Ran second behind Queen in the north, who I think is a good chance in winning a race later on in the card. So I think that's pretty good form. I like the rise to the 1,200-meters. I think it's going to suit her a lot better. And she's getting the two-kilo claim from Sophie Logan, which brings her down to 53.5 kilos. I think they're all pretty big positives, and she's probably going to be well-suited onto this main Morfittville track. Uh, Next pick, number four, Call the Jets. I thought could improve second up here today as well. He was second when he resumed, but he's just got to handle the wider barrier, which is the knock on him for me. And Andamuka, the other day, the jolly runner, is going to close out my picks for this race one. Race two. So, this is a 1,050 metre two year old maiden. Um, it's an interesting little race. Obviously, this time of year, the two year olds are looking for a race at their age group. And I think that's why we find Victorian visitor Ora Boros, if you can spit that one out, um, for the Price and Kent Junior team. Um, come across over the border here. I don't, pretty sure there's no race, two year old race at Caulfield. So, that's why you see him over here. Um, look, he's second up today. Sorry, he's in his second prep, first up now. He's been trialing really well for my eyes. had four trials leading into this race, and he's got some good speed to sort of burn off early by the look. So I think he's going to be really well placed in this. They've taken a little bit of extra time with him, and I think that's the big positive for this Colt. He's in barrier six with Jess Eaton on. I'm expecting him to jump and look for that leading position. And like I said, with the rail out... I think he'll be pretty hard to catch if he does get his own way out in front. Um, next pick, number 14, Tapani. So, Tapani's come out of some stronger form races recently, including two starts back where she competed in the Group 3 race that Heuristic won during the carnival. She was a length and a half off Heuristic in that race, so that's pretty good form. Um, and since then, she's competed pretty strongly at a benchmark race as well. Um, she'll be around the mark, but I'm a little bit concerned how far she's going to get back in the running. Then we go number nine, Desert Dancing is going to close out the picks for the Clark and Stable. Another horse I think should probably improve having had a debut run where she was third that day. Um, So yeah, a little bit of improvement with her and you could probably see her around the mark. Race three, uh, look it's pretty hard to knock the recent form of Solar Blast who's won two in a row now. um, And the first race in his prep he finished second in as well. So he's obviously going really well. I thought he was pretty impressive in that last start at Murray Bridge. It was a huge effort considering he was drawn a horror barrier. um, And he's managed to hold off Platinum Wolf, who I've got a bit of time for. Uh, So that's a good form race for this. I reckon you'd see Platinum Wolf jumping as the fave if he was here today. So up to the 15 suit Solar Blast. um, Good lower barrier today. I think he'll get a more economical run. So I'm expecting him to definitely be around the mark. I thought his only real danger was the number two, Balloon Dior. Um, Look, he's dropping in grade today, which is probably going to help in his chances. He's got four kilos less than Solar Blast as well, which is another positive. So he finds an easier race every chance, but does have a sticky barrier to deal with. And then I've gone with the visitor, number six, Flying Emmy for the Ma Eustace team. Uh, Broke her maiden last start at Bendigo on a heavy track, so... She did that pretty easily on the heavy ground. I think that's why she's a good chance today because she'll be on a similarly heavy track. Um, Race four now. Tricky little race. I'm probably not really keen to have a bet in that, this one, and that's purely just because of the sort of race map It looks a little bit interesting. But I've put number one Rialto on top. Uh, We were with Rialto last start a fortnight ago on the parks track. He he rates rates really highly in this grade, so I think he's pretty well suited. You know what you get from him. He's a tough horse who likes to push forwards and sort of make the race his own. So he's got barrier nine. He's going to have to go forwards. Uh, He's one two out of two on a heavy track, so I've got no sort of queries about him in the conditions. I think he's going to be pretty well placed and he's going to give us a good run for our money. Uh, The main danger is the victorian visited Dyerville. so the only little knock i had on direville was i think the races he's been competing in were a little bit easier than this one so he's got to take the step up in grade he's coming out for hamilton bm64 so interesting little form line um that was a win on a heavy track though as well so he's probably going to be well suited to the conditions but he was sitting around the three dollar mark i probably just want a little bit more value if i was interested in having a bet on him just in these sort of race conditions Number five Orbital Express to close out the race. Interesting horse Orbital Express brings New South Wales form across, has good record on a heavy track, so potentially might be pretty well suited here in what is probably an easier race than what she has been competing in in New South Wales. On to race five now, so this is a BM 86 over the 1200 meters. I think this is a really interesting race. It's a very similar field to a race we had a fortnight ago with the likes of Picago, Metro Legend, and Extra Mile all coming out of the same race, and they were actually the top three in that race. I've gone for them to be the top three picks in this race again, um, but I've done a little flip on it. So I've got number eight Extra Mile for the Jolly Stable on top. Now, he's a he's a bit of a mudlark, so the heavy track's a big bonus for him. He's had four starts on the heavy One, two of those and come second in one of the other ones. The big positive on the heavy for him today is the fact that Sheridan Tomlinson hops on and he's going to take three kilos off extra miles back. So extra miles going to go around on this heavy track with only 51 kilos. It's a massive weight advantage on some of these other runners. So I think in the conditions, he's the one for me that's going to be best suited. I've gone with number two, Picago, just over number four, Metro Legend to close out. The race in that order i just think picago's got the better form when he's third up and metro legend just tails off a little bit he's better when he's first or second up so i'm expecting them to be around the mark again i think they're pretty handy horses who i've got a bit of time for but in this order i've gone extra mile picago and then metro legend race six this is the staying race of the day this is a bm78 over the 2500 meters This is where we start to get into some of the better bets today. So I've got one in this race. Number five, Farago, for the Pat Ryan Stable. Um, Victorian visitor. He's got a lot of positives about him today. So he's third up. He's got a third up win on his record. He's seven starts on a heavy track for two wins, four seconds. And he's also undefeated from two other starts over the 2,500 metres. So I think considering the heavy track conditions, where he's at in his prep, and the the fact that he's proven at this trip make it going to be very hard for him to be beaten. He's also got a little bit of an advantage, I feel, with the race map because I think they're going to go pretty hard. You've got the likes of um, Galoides, Dixie Whistler, and Retrato who are probably going to go pretty hard up front, and it's going to give him that sort of gun run in off the speed. Uh, Next pick, I've put number seven, Dixie Whistler, we were with Dixie Whistler a fortnight ago. Definitely a proven stayer, and she's absolutely flying. She'll get the gun run from barrier three up on the speed. She's not going to have to do much extra work. She's had seven runs over this trip. Never won, but she's placed second in five of those. So she's usually around the mark, but she has been up for a long time now, and I just think is probably going to shade her. Um, and the final pick for this race, number one, Kakohe, if that's how you pronounce it, you'll have to forgive me. Um, he did f- defeat Farago two starts back, but that was over a smaller trip. So he's never been over the 2,500 metres. That's a query for me, and the heavy track's a small query, but he is a good stayer um, and, like I said, did defeat Farrago, who I've got on top, so he must be respected in this. Race 7. Um, this is a handicap race for the no-metro-winner horses over the... Th- thousand and fifty meters now if that doesn't make any sense to you they do about one of these a week in uh, South Australia so it's a no metro win so you see a lot of horses come from over the border where they might have won in places like sale and things like that or horses here in South Australia that win out on your Wednesdays and the type so they're good little races if you can sort of pick the eyes apart but they are tricky with mixing form lines I've put number one declared on top I think Declared's going to be pretty hard to beat. He's had a small freshen up since he won two in a row back through April and May. Uh, he's also had a recent trial at Balaclava where he won as well. So I think he's coming back into this in pretty good shape. He's had three starts here on this main Morpheville track. He's won one, come second in one, and come third in the other. So hasn't missed the top three in three starts here. Likes a wet track. We haven't seen him on a heavy before, but he's got two wins from four on a pretty soft track. So... I'm expecting him to get through the conditions. I think Sophie Logan's two kilos off his back to bring him back to 58 kilos is another good advantage. And I think if he's running in the form that he had been before the little break, he'll be pretty hard to beat. Uh, next pick, number 10, Queen in the North for the other Jollies. Uh, she finally had her breakthrough win last start. She'd been around the mark for a while. She's going to go around with only 51 kilos on her back with Alanda Leversey taking off three. She's untested, though, on the heavy, which was the little knock for me, but she did put a fair gap on that maiden field that she beat last start out. So she needs to be respected. And then to close out the picks, we've gone with number nine, Floral Oasis. She might be an improver today. Um, Her only career win has come over this exact same trip. She's just sort of deep into her prep now. So if the track does get to a super heavy, potentially she's a little bit of a risk as you're going to find... She might get caught out wide from barrier 12, but a kilo and a half comes off her back to bring her only to 52 and a half. So that may help, but she is becoming a little bit of a risk this deep into the prep. Okay, race eight now. This is a BM 64 over the 1200 meters. I found this easily the toughest race of the day. It's very open, you've got a lot of horses that are under that sort of $10 mark in single figures, and it's a pretty full field, so it's definitely gonna be sort of tricky. What I've done is I've settled a number five Big Shaq for Jason Holder and the McDonald-Gluis stable. Now, I settled on Big Shaq because of his form on the heavy track. So we've seen him on heavy tracks twice in his six career starts, and he's won both of those in very good fashion. So I'm expecting him to probably handle the track the best, particularly from barrier five. I think he's got a lot of options from that part of the track. Next pick, I've put number 13, She's Betty there. So She's Betty... Doesn't win often but hasn't been far away in most of her starts, particularly here over the track and distance. She's had four starts track and trip. Hasn't won one but she's come second in two and third in another. So the soft track was probably the query for me but I think with three kilos coming off her back, she's going to be sort of well-placed from those lower barriers as well. She might just need a little bit of luck though if she does get shuffled back and get stuck on the rail. Third pick for the race, number three, Cold Case. So Cold Case was a last start winner. Um, He had some pretty good market support as well, so they knew something, um, which is encouraging as always. He's drawn barrier two here, and he's got a little bit of early pace, so I'm expecting to see him just, just sort of push forwards and put himself in that strong position. He's untested on a heavy. That's a small little knock, but he did win that last start in pretty good fashion, so expect him to be around the mark as well. Now also, just quickly in this race, full disclosure, i better mention my own horse, number seven, Somewhat Fabulous, who goes around. I would love to tip you Somewhat Fabulous, but she is coming off a first up run where she pulled up lame, so she's a little bit of a watch and see. I think at her best she can run at probably a place, Um, but like I said, on a very heavy track coming off being rated lame, it's a little bit of an unknown. Race nine now, to close out the cards. I've put number 13, Malianong Club, on top. So Malianong Club took a little while to get out. Uh, The Monday of the public holiday, she raced at Murray Bridge. She made up some pretty good ground late, but it did take her a little while to wind up. I think she can probably improve here third up today. Um, She's had three third up starts in her career, and she's won two of those. So I like that she's got the fitness under her belt now. She gets in at the minimum with 54 kilos, and she's two from two on heavy tracks. So I think everything points to a positive showing for her. She is going to get back in the field, which is the risk from barrier four, but hopefully she can just sort of shuffle back and find the middle of the track in the straight. That would be the positive for her. Next pick, Sea of Secrets I've got. So Sea of Secrets has won two in a row now, comes back to metro level racing off the back of those um two of those wins were on heavy tracks so he's had five heavy track starts one three second in another two so i'm expecting him to handle the conditions and be around the mark he'll probably run you a pretty good each way race from barrier one um and then number seven exalted ruth to close out this one Her last start was pretty encouraging. Uh, She goes up to the 1,800 metres today, which is much more suitable for her. She was making up some pretty good ground late over that last start, so expect to see her potentially improve and go one better. All right, so that's a wrap on all of the races at Morfittville. We'll work through best bets and quaddies in a second, but let's quickly touch on some around-the-ground picks. We're going to go to Caulfield this week. So Richard and Chantel Jolly send two horses over to Caulfield today. I reckon they're both a pretty good chance and you know that the Jollies have a very good strike rate when they send their horses over to Melbourne. So these are two odds that I think you could definitely have something small on and you won't be doing yourself too much damage. Race four, number 15, Wild Imagination. So Wild Imagination gets into her prep third up now. She's won two from four, third up. She's only missed the placings once over this 1,600-meter trip. And she's drawn barrier one. So if you have a look at this race map, I think it's a little bit slow. So she potentially from barrier one can just sit behind the leaders and put herself in a very good position. I wouldn't be surprised to see her run a good race at a decent price. And then race five, number six, another Ponzi is the other jolly one that I'm keen to follow. So another Ponzi should have won three in the row in a row, lost his last start by half a head, but the work that he was doing prior to that was pretty impressive. He was running some really slick times at Balaclava. I know it's a big step from Balaclava to Caulfield, but the times he was running were pretty impressive. He's got a strong career record. He's had five starts in his career, one, two, second in two, and third in the other. I think he's a horse that's got some good upsides, so he's another one you can follow. He'll look to lead. He's probably going to have to from barrier nine, but expect him to run a pretty bold race up on the speed. Um. Well, let's just flick straight through the quaddy before we do the best bets. I reckon that'll be the go. We'll kick off leg one, obviously, in race six. So, number one, is our first pick. Number three, Canford. Number five, Farago. And number seven, Dixie Whistler. Leg two, race number seven. We're only going to put two in this one. We're going to be with one, Declared, and ten, Queen in the North. Race eight, like I said, this is the trickiest race of the day, so we've got a couple in this one, a few actually. Number one, Rivkin. Number two, Stars on Gari. Number three, Cold Case. Number five, Big Shack. Number seven, Somewhat Fabulous. I'm not throwing a quaddy without putting my own horse in it. And number 13, She's Betty. Last leg, uh, numbers. Four, Platform 7, Exalted Ruth, 12, Sea of Secrets, and 13, Malinon Club. So, best bets. Uh, Value play of the day, race 5, number 8, Extra Mile. Uh, Race 6, number 5, Farago, that'll be the best bet of the day. Race 7, number 1, Declared, is next best. And then race 9, number 13, another one at value, Malinon Club. Okay, that's a wrap for this week. So good luck if you're having a bet this weekend. If you are having a bet, please remember to do so responsibly and remember what it is you're really gambling with. If you or someone you know is having an issue, please call the Gambling Help Line on 1-800-858-858 or you can find them online. Thanks again and good luck this weekend.